0: This is Pastor Tim Sims. Welcome to the St. John Chester Podcast, reaching out to you with the good news of Jesus during this time of social distancing and on this national day of prayer. Consider Psalm 34, verse 4. I sought the Lord, and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Hmm. National day of prayer. I have a confession. It's not the National Day of Confession, it's the National Day of Prayer. Yeah, 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 I get it. Anyway, I've never really gotten into the whole National Day of Prayer thing. Never really understood it, honestly. Don't get me wrong, it's not that I don't think it's a good thing. Of course, praying for our country is a good thing. Yet there are several aspects to the National Day of Prayer with which I struggle a bit. Part of this not getting it simply has to do with my upbringing. I was taught to pray every day, multiple times a day. With the exception of Thanksgiving Day, this is the only day when our government says, Hey, you religious people, you should pray today. In the faithful Lutheran school I attended as a boy, we prayed every day, multiple times a day as well. We didn't have to meet at the pole. Different day, Dad. Further, in the LCMS, praying for a country and its leaders has long been a part of our common practice. So why do we need a day designated to pray? Why a day specifically to pray for our country? We do that all the time. If not, then you should. I guess the other struggle I have with this day is the idea that government is encouraging religious people to pray to their God, whoever it may be. Considering both sides of the coin, I'm somewhat torn with this idea. I really do appreciate the fact that our government is set up in a way that encourages religious faith without designating a specific confession of who God is. This actually allows for people like us, Lutheran Church Missouri Synod Lutherans, to confess and practice our beliefs without compromise. On the other side, we believe and confess that The triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the only true God, and Jesus Christ is the only Savior and only way to have salvation. So there's kind of a cringe factor when we are encouraged to pray to whatever God one desires. As Christians with dual citizenship, there will be tension. I have temporary status as a citizen of the United States of America. Proud to have that. Glad to have that. Yet from the moment of my baptism, I've been an eternal citizen of heaven. Full transparency, all these factors just have always made a day like today a bit strange and had me struggling to embrace such an activity. Maybe that's perfect for the really strange time that we're experiencing right now. So I encourage you to pray for our country to the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, today and on a regular basis. Praying the Psalms is always a good option, and I'd like to share with you again the Bible passage that is currently posted on the sign out front of St. John Lutheran School in Chester, Illinois. This is from Psalm 34, verse 4. I sought the Lord, and He answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. This is a psalm of David for an occasion when he was fearing for his life. He looks to the one true God, Yahweh, to deliver him. It is a psalm of repentance and competent prayer. As the psalm continues, we read in verse 18, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Certainly our own sin should have us brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. Think of the Beatitudes, Matthew 5. Verse 3 in the words, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Therefore, during difficult times, it is important to repent and look to Jesus for forgiveness. And that is exactly who this portion of the psalm points us toward as we continue in verses 19 and 20. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones not one of them is broken. This is a description of Jesus Christ, the righteous one crucified for our deliverance. Yet not even one of his bones was broken, if you remember the story of his crucifixion, and he was delivered in his resurrection. And that's why we can pray this psalm with great hope and confidence. Whatever it is we fear, our own sins, the sins of others, that impact us in our lives, the symptoms of a broken, condemned world, things like a virus, like COVID-19. Well, Jesus delivers us out of all these. In repentant faith in Him, we are made righteous and included with Christ in this deliverance. You know, every day should be a day of confession and a day of prayer. Can we call for special days of prayer? Sure. It's called the church calendar. We, of course, can also heed the call of our government to pray for our country. I'm thankful we are free to pray without fear of persecution. I'm thankful for faithful parents and a faithful church, which taught me to pray. I'm thankful for faithful Central Lutheran School in New Haven, Indiana, where everything I was learning at church and at home was reinforced and we prayed daily. I'm thankful for St. Paul's Lutheran School in West Allis, Wisconsin, and St. John Lutheran School in Chester, Illinois, which has reinforced for my sons everything that they've learned in their home and at their church. May our prayer be that the Lord will deliver all people here in the United States and throughout the world from this coronavirus. Even more, may our fervent prayer every day be that the Holy Spirit uses the Word of Christ the gospel, to make people righteous by faith in Jesus Christ, and thereby deliver us from sin, death, and the devil. Thank you, and the Lord be with you.